Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hello guys and welcome to today's episode. I can't wait to get into this one because this is something that I know has personally impacted me and other people on such a big level. And that is how to get out of a rut. If you've ever found yourself feeling stuck, overwhelmed, almost like you're just digging yourself deeper in this hole of stress, anxiety, overwhelm, pressure, all of these things, this is the episode for you. And I'm so excited to have this conversation today with my awesome guest. You guys are going to love her. She's going to be coming on in just a second. I'm going to be introducing you to her to you guys and starting this conversation. But the reason I wanted to make this is because I know that the tips that you guys are going to hear in this episode today are just so powerful that I literally sat here and I was taking notes. I have a notepad right in front of me right now. I wrote like seven things down that my guest said today. And she talks about when you're in this rut of how to gain awareness of this and to spot the talk track and the, the thought patterns that you have reoccurring that are negative, that you tell yourself that are continuing to harm you and, you know, hurt your mental health and how to come out of that place, how to stop and, um, first get awareness of those thoughts and then start to, um, dissect them and get to the root of it and really start to work, to give our energy to, other thoughts and other things to help pull us out of those places and help us work towards moving out of that kind of a zone where we feel so low and like we can't come out of that. So I love this one. And this is something that I've actually been wanting to talk about for a while. I just haven't found the right person and I got her today and she is here and she's going to bring so many tips to the table, you guys, because mm, this is just one that, you know, has, I, I used to find myself in these places a lot. 
a lot. And I still have moments where I do, I still have times where I definitely catch myself not feeling like feeling down, feeling low, feeling very, you know, out of it, very overwhelmed or whatever the situation may be. And having to learn these skills of how to pour into yourself and have self-compassion for yourself in those moments. And, you know, give yourself the guidance that you so desperately need from your own self and to get into the ways of how to do that. What does that look like? How do we do this? How do we get out of these places and work towards moving towards the solution-based places that we want to get to, that we long for, but we feel like it's too hard, it's too complicated, and it's easier just to stay where we are, even though we aren't happy. So I love this episode and I love talking about this, how to get ourselves out of these places and out of these ruts and these difficult moments. So I hope that you guys love the tips that are shared in today's episode. And as always, if you love the episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple podcasts. I love reading them. I love hearing from you guys. It makes me so happy and brings me so much joy. So let's go ahead and get into it. Hello guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the master your mental podcast. Today, we are going to be getting into all things on getting out of a rut. If you've ever found yourself feeling stuck in one, then this is the perfect episode for you. I'm joined by my wonderful guest, Bobby Kasky today. Bobby is a woman's empowerment coach with a passion for helping women create a a more intentional and authentic life. Before becoming a coach, Bobby worked in the corporate world, managing projects and conducting trainings for national clients. I'm so excited to have Bobby here with us today to cover tips on this topic. So without further ado, welcome Bobby to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to have you because you brought up this topic of getting out of a rut. And I was like, that's such a good one because that's something that Mm -hmm. I haven't haven't dove into yet on any of the episodes. And I know you have so many tips on this and so many techniques and strategies to help people in these moments when they're feeling like this and feeling stuck and all those things. So I'm excited to dive into this, but before we do, I would love if you could tell me about the biggest rut that you have ever found yourself in and how did you work to get out of it? Oh my gosh. That's such a great question. I think that, um, the biggest rut that I found myself in was probably at the end of my corporate career when I was in my business, you know, in a corporate job that has served me really well. And I have so much gratitude for it, but I was just so burned out and so um, (laughs) tired and getting sick all the time. And I just, I started to not be passionate about my work anymore. You know, I, I started to feel that pull towards Um, something more purposeful, something else, you know, but I didn't know what it was. And so I kept trying to just bury myself with other things, which was easy because I had two small kids and I was, there was so much to it. I was trying to be perfect at my job, perfect at, you know, at home with the kids. And I just started to get sick. So that when I think of my life, I'm like, that was the biggest deep rut because there were so many 
factors to it. Just mm-hmm. so many. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, just listening to you break that down. And especially when you talk about, you know, having the corporate job and being there and yeah. having that, and then especially having two kids on top of that, and then trying to transition yeah. and kind of like not being sure, not, you know, not knowing what's going on, not knowing entirely like the next steps to take. That is a huge challenge. And I know so many people can probably relate to that you know, listening or having had moments in their own lives where they were in similar situations, whether they're in some kind of a transition Mm -hmm. kind of period where they're going from, whether it relates to like their career relationships or something that they're trying for the first time and they, they're not really sure. And yeah, like all those emotions that come up. So what, like, so for you, like what is, what are the common emotions you see coming up when we find ourselves stuck in these ruts and how do you, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, I think it's, that's such a good question. I think there's a lot of overwhelm that Mm -hmm. happens because I think just what you just touched on, like, we're all so busy, especially working moms. I mean, or working women, or, I mean, there's so much going on that what I hear a lot of women say is I don't have time to think about a transition. I don't even have time to do that. Right. So, you know, there's overwhelm. And then what happens is it it kind of becomes like this vicious circle where then you feel kind of bad about yourself, like, because you're not taking steps. And so for me, like really what changed for me is and, and not to sound like I'm pitching myself in any way, but like I got a life coach, like I got a coach and more to the point, I learned about like what my mind was doing and, and that's, that's what changed everything for me. Wow. I started to learn, like mm-hmm. it wasn't a permanent personality defect to me, why I was stuck and why I was so tired and not doing what I thought was a good enough job and just not making any strides. I realized that, that it wasn't permanent. And that's something I'm really passionate about talking about because somewhere along the line, like, you know, when you're a kid and you think we all instinctually know that failure's no biggie deal. It's like learning, right? Like you take steps, you fall, you just do everything and you mess up and you keep, you know, you keep trying to learn and you keep going. And then at least I can just talk for me and the clients I work with. It's like something changes when we get to be an adult, where at least I started to believe that failure just wasn't an option anymore. You know, that it was some reflection of my permanent personality, who I was. And so if I failed, that means that was who I was. Mm -hmm. And I think this is all happening at such like a subliminal deep love, you know, kind of level. It's, It's tricky, right? So we don't really know that that's what's going on. But a lot of what I see is, is that. Wow. And that really makes me think of, like you said, that the point of internalizing that when it comes to failure, right. And turn and taking it as I'm a failure and not like if you, if you messed up at something or didn't go the way that you had planned instead of seeing it as this and okay, you know, how can I, you know, try again, or what, what can I do to move forward? You know, the solutions you're taking Mm -hmm. that as, oh, like this is like a character trait of me and about me. Yeah. Like I talk to so many people that have a passion project, um, you know, they want to start a blog, they want to start a book, they want to change their careers a little bit, and they feel so stuck. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, it means a lot to them. And the more it means to us, the more resistance 
that we're going to feel because we think, okay, I'm going to post this blog. And if it doesn't go anywhere, that means I'm never going to get what I want. It means some kind of permanent flaw about me. So to me, that was the single biggest game changer was seeing, okay, that's what my brain was saying, because our brain's going to put out all this information to us. And then our true selves, we get to decide if we're, if we're aware of it, then we get to decide if we want to believe it or not. Yes. But when we're not aware of it, we're just like, it's just the brain's going on default and you're just believe, you know, you're, you're subconsciously believing it. I don't think mm-hmm. I would have said those words. Well, if I fail, I'm gonna, you know, it's permanent, but I knew that I would feel so bad if I failed. And I knew that my inner critic would just go crazy if I failed. So I just stayed put. I made living under the radar, a life form, <laughs> an art form. I, mean. <laughs> I made it because I just didn't want to risk it. And I feel like that's at the heart, like we think it's because we're so busy. And I want to be clear, I get busy, you know, like two kids, house, dog, it's true. There's no making that up. But I really feel like our circumstances can be worked out. It's this inner pull, this inner resistance that really keeps us in a rut. Wow. In place. And I want to normalize that. That's what I want my message to be like, this is so normal. I mean, this is sort of how we're set up to be because we get to a certain age and our fear-based mind is like, nope, nope, nope. Stay in your comfort zone. I don't want you to go out. And I can talk more about that. I don't know if I'm getting in the weeds, but yeah, no, we we haven't learned about our mind. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so true about that. I know you talk about that. Yes. That's so true. I love that you bring that up because especially when you talk about the, like this, almost like the, your, we have these survival brains, right? Like I, I was hearing somewhere where, you know, your brains were initially like to keep you safe back in like prehistoric times, like don't go here. So, and it's still like that that kind of a system set up. So when we were faced with something, like you said, it's inside of us that's holding us back because of that inner critic and those voices of, you know, like you're safe here, you know, this is safe. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's crazy. Like stay there. Like, and then you end up, you know, like you said, overwhelm, having that aspect of being Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And then, and then also the thing too, of time of feeling like I don't have the time to, you know, make it out of this. And especially when you find yourself in a rut, it can get so easy to continue to like dig yourself deeper because it's almost like a, like a being familiar with that feeling already. And then almost like, Oh, like what, what is it going to be to actually do this thing? How do I even start over? And so I'll touch on that because it's, it's like the overwhelm is also, even though we all have so much going on and that's real, Overwhelm is a strategy of that part of the brain that you mentioned, the part that wants to keep us safe. And you know, it'll usually say something like, um, why bother? Why take one step? It's not gonna do anything. Like what happens to me all the time is why do this workout today? You can't do it tomorrow. Like, you know, that kind of like, why even bother taking a step? Mm -hmm. It's all part of that inner resistance. And we have that inner critic that I wanted to talk about. that's just like the, the I'm not enough, uh, you know, that, that kind of goes, that is universal, but we don't, at least I never heard that it was. So when, <laughs> when I would hear like those, the, that talk track, that narration about me not being enough, 
I just believed it was true. I believed it was true because I thought like, so subconsciously I thought, okay, this is the voice in my head. It knows me better than anyone. And if it's saying I'm not enough, well, I mustn't be. And then think about it. If, if you've got that going on and then you think failure is a reflection and then see the failure can reinforce it. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then it makes it true. So it's so scary. That's what it was for me. It was like, I'm going to make that voice true. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is happening behind the scenes. And that's why there's so much resistance, but we don't understand it. And then we make it mean something about us that we're stuck and that adds to it. So I just, it is really <laughs> so easy to get stuck. I get stuck all the time mm-hmm. in my life. And I know all this, you know, yeah. I'm out of it. And that's, I love how you bring that up of just having the the role of the voice in being mm-hmm. stuck and in our voice telling us these things. And then sometimes not even having an awareness of it, right? Cause it's so, and sometimes not even having an awareness of all the thoughts that we have on a daily basis. If we're having mm-hmm. like how many thoughts we have a day, right. And not being able to like consciously be aware of, okay, I'm thinking this right here, right now in this moment. And I believe this about myself. I believe mm-hmm. that I'm you know, not good enough to do this, or I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm going to mess up or mm-hmm. people are going to, you know, think I'm crazy or whatever, you know, that that's going to yeah. go on. And that's what keeps you feeling like you need to stay here. And it's, it's sad because, you know, sometimes that is what stops a lot of people from pursuing their passions and really what they want to do, because it right. is, it is scary. You know, it's not like you snap your fingers and boom, like, go for it. Great. Like you did it. It's going it's yeah. going to be a scary thing because it's new. You know, you never done this. You never stepped into this zone before you're pushing your limits. You're leaving your comfort zone mm-hmm. and that is where you grow. But then when it comes to that, that place of being stuck in this rut of, you know, Oh man, like, like you were talking about with your, with your corporate career, like being in mm-hmm. that and then finding yourself getting so tired and sick right. often and just feeling drained and burnt out. And then kind of just kind of accepting that is like normal almost. And kind of just saying, okay, you know, like I'm going to continue yeah. just, you know, this is how it is just do, yeah. you know, do this and that. Um, wow. You know, when you catch yourself in that and then you actually catch yourself doing that, then I think that's, is that kind of the first step of getting out of a rut like that is just gaining the awareness of this is how I'm feeling. And wow, like this sucks. Or like, what would you say is like the first step of really working to come out of that? Yeah. Well, first it's like, I hope, you know, just anyone listening is like, just first to be like, self-compassionate and think about like, you could even write down, sometimes I have my clients just write down everything they expect of themselves in a day, you know? And it's, that's (laughs) powerful. Yeah. It's, I mean, you could do that. You could just take a piece of paper and write down everything that, you know, it's like, be great at my job, give a great presentation, have a, a, you know, a healthy meal, work out, be present with my kids. I mean, it goes on and on, get, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) what we're doing is so much and we have such high expectations. So I think the first step is just to realize that and give yourself a little compassion and grace for how much you're already doing Mm -hmm. and how much you've already done. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a huge piece. I love that you bring the self-compassion into it because 
that can seem, and I relate to that a lot. Cause I know I used to not have that at all. And it's, it's, yeah, it's like, you have to teach yourself and it is kind of wild when you think about it, like you have to teach yourself how to love yourself. You know, it's like, Whoa, it's like, why don't you already love yourself? You know, why do you have to teach? And that that's, it's, is right. so wild when, cause you, when you catch yourself in these moments, you usually aren't being kind to yourself, right? When you catch yourself in a rut and you're like yeah. having this cycle of thoughts, like, like, oh man, I didn't get my checklist done today. I was supposed to get this off yeah. my to-do list. I didn't do it. Okay. Well maybe tomorrow. And then you don't do it again. And then you start to tell yourself like, oh, like right. I'm so far behind. I'm not getting things done. I'm, and then it just starts to snowball and spiral. And it's then you're really like, best. you take a step back and you're like, you're being so like hard on yourself because we don't do that to others. You know, that's what I learned is exactly. would you treat? Oh and that's, gosh. that's what I, every conversation, I love these conversations because being able to speak to such awesome people like you, like you, and have you come on here and talk about this because you've seen it too, right? You've seen mm -hmm. that, like how, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was terrible to myself. I mean, mm -hmm. that's one of the things, you know, my coach asked me, like, would you say that to a friend? Mm -hmm. Like the things I was saying about myself, would you expect that of a friend? And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. Isn't it great? Like, but, but we don't, we don't know what's happening and we don't. So without the awareness, it can be really, really difficult to push through mm -hmm. a rut. Um, but I think when you, one thing that I ask my clients to do is I, I ask them to start to gain an awareness of how much they're already doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And then start to think about like, okay, when am I feeling the worst? Like what emotion, like when I'm feeling my lowest, like stressed or whatever, ask yourself like, okay, what thought, like try to figure out what your brain's telling you. Is it that you're not doing enough? Like try to start to figure out what that talk track is so you can spot it. And what that does is it puts a tiny little bit of space between you and this talk track so that you wow. can be empowered to see what what's occurring because our minds regularly distort reality is the truth mm -hmm. they tell us all the time when something you know something's going awful is going to happen and it doesn't but we still you know it just it's it's hard because it feels like us but when you can start to gain a little bit of distance a tiny bit and start to be like okay this is what it's putting out the brain's going to put out thoughts like the heart pumps blood lungs pump air brain's going to put out thoughts which ones do you want to put energy to? Mm -hmm. Because that's going to determine your actions and you need the actions to get out of a rut. Wow. I just, I'm sitting here, you guys right now, writing this down. I'm like taking notes right now because this is so good, especially like what you just said, spot the talk track. So spotting mm -hmm. that. So having awareness of, okay, this is what I'm telling myself that is hurting me. Or when you have these thoughts, how does it make you feel? Does that make you feel good? Does it make you feel bad? And then when you feel bad, what are those thoughts? So spotting that is huge. Right. Love it's that. Huge. I love that you said that. And it's then huge. which ones? Yeah. Huge. And then, and then also which ones, like you said, you're, you're putting energy to, or you're giving the most attention to, right. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so empowering. This is why I love my work so much because here's the deal. It's science. A lot of this is science, right? Like if I, the, the, the mind's going to pump out thoughts. And even if I think it's true, even if I think like I haven't done enough today, even if I think that's true, there's a bunch of other ways for me to think about it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, but if I latch onto that one and the brain, if I think, of, if I think that thought a lot, the brain, my brain's going to default to it. So it's going to offer it first. I'm not getting enough done. I'm not getting enough done. Well, if the energy goes there, our thoughts directly affect our emotions. If our thought, if we put our energy on that thought, I'm not getting enough done. The corresponding emotion is usually frustration, helplessness, anxiety, that kind of emotion, which is energy in motion. That's what emotions are. Mm -hmm. That kind of energy will not result in you getting anything done. Um, A trick that I, well, not a trick, but what I kind of recommend my clients doing as a start and something I can offer here is instead of that, which creates a lot of drama, I'm not doing enough. I'm not being productive enough. I haven't made any progress. Just know that your brain's going to put that out. And if you decide, if you want to be productive, you can just try to let those go. Be like, that's just my brain. All brains do this. And you could say something like, um, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes and see what I can do mm-hmm. and see what I can get done. Wow. That's, I love that the way you just laid that out of, instead of going directly to, you know, I didn't do this or this, like the yeah. list, right. Of things that you didn't do or that you should be doing, or that you, um, didn't do right. Or that, you know, like all these right. things that are over here that you're giving this attention to, but instead, if you're saying, okay, I'm going to give myself like you mm-hmm. said, 20 minutes, I'm myself 20 minutes to do, keep. do this. And that, and especially like that just all goes back to, you know, that point you made of, you know, what do you want to give your attention to or your, mm-hmm. which emotions or feelings are you paying attention to the most? Are you giving right. the most attention to? So, and like you said, when you have these emotions that come up, of the thoughts that the thought patterns, and that's an important one too, is these thought patterns that are, that reoccur on a daily basis of where you say, Oh man, like I'm yeah. And it's like, what is that doing to your mental health? Or like, how is that impacting you in terms of experiencing, you know, depression or anxiety or feeling down? And like, like you said, when you you're in that kind of a zone, it's really hard to be productive and get things done because you're, you're dwelling and you're basically fighting an inner battle with your, with yourself, with your mind, with your thoughts, trying to come out of that. But then when you can flip that and say, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this right now. I'm, I'm feeling this right now. I'm thinking about myself this way, but you know, why, like, what can I, what can I do differently to shift this, to move towards where I want to go? And I think that's such a beautiful thing because when you finally feel like you are in control because a lot of it, I feel like is feeling helpless out of control. You can't, you have no control here, no power here. But then when you start to give yourself that back and say, yep, I can control this and I'm proud of myself. Like you said, celebrating the things that you've already accomplished and have already done. And then, right. Like you said, I love how you talk about lists too, and writing things down and doing that because I know that helps. I'm very visual. And I know a lot of people probably are too, as well, like, like to have those lists and things and to really see that on paper and say, wow, you know, like look at all of the things that I've accomplished or I've done, or these experiences and to really give attention to that and then let that magnify, let that magnify instead of, you know, well, I didn't, you know, clean the, the kitchen today. Right. or this and oh right. man exactly it's yeah. being strategic 
And that's where the empowerment piece comes in. Mm -hmm. Because if you're strategic with where you put the energy to your thoughts, then you're strategic about where your mental energy goes. Because look, we all have so much to do. But one way that you can have more energy without like, I mean, going to the gym is important, eating healthy is important, all that stuff. But there is a way through managing your mind to have so much more energy in a day. Because when we latch onto the negative thoughts, which is our natural thing to do, our brain's going to put them out. I'm sure you've studied, like, I think more than half, 50% of the thoughts our brain puts out is negative. Wow. So it's like, yeah. It's not our fault. It's nobody's fault, right? We're going to, and we also think this is a point I wanted to make. I used to think, and a lot of my clients think that we need those kind of negative thoughts to keep us motivated. Like, I'm not doing enough, like being hard on ourselves. Mm. Like I used to think I needed that in order to get stuff done, but it's, it's counter, it's counterproductive. So you not only feel like crap, <laughs> but all that negative energy actually blocks you. So when I can show my clients that, then it's like, it's kind of like a breakthrough. Cause it's like, I'm just beating myself up because I think I need to, but it's actually hurting. It's hurting my feelings and it's hurting my pro productivity. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because that, because once you start, start to realize that and then have these realizations that really opens the door for just being able to continue to pour into yourself more instead mm -hmm. of, you know, pulling, pulling things out of yourself. Like, well, I didn't do this or I, I need to give my attention, you know, be, like being a mother or, or being busy with different things mm -hmm. that you have to do. And you feel an obligation that you aren't able to make time for you or do that. And that's the thing right. is when you start to say, you know what you are and you can, and here's how to do it. And like, here's an, e let's do it together, an easy process. And that's why I think it's so important. What you're doing is walking people through this mm -hmm. and helping them realize these things, because sometimes it takes another person seeing it in us that we don't see it in us, but other totally. people can help us pull that out and say, you know, you do this or, you know, do you have an awareness of that? And that helps so much in just being able to grow because when you have someone say, you know, point out something about how you are or how you behave or respond. And you're like, oh, I never knew that about myself yeah, or I never, I never knew that I was thinking yeah, that or that, yeah. I, you know, that's really part, like I would have never gotten this without talking to somebody mm -hmm. because kind of, it's like, if you work with a coach, they kind of show you your brain and then you get to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I don't really believe that because, you know, then it goes back to, there's so much we learn as a kid, all mm -hmm. up to our parents and caretakers, but we learn so many thoughts and beliefs as a kid, like before we're five, I think they say that half of your core beliefs are determined before five. So it's wow. really good to know what those are, not that they're bad or wrong or our parents did anything wrong, but it's part of that empowerment. Like, what am I working from? Mm -hmm. Do I still as an adult want to be working from that? It's <sighs> so powerful and it's so doable. Like once you've got the information, then you can work with it and you can figure out strategies. But I just, which is why I'm so passionate about this because I was walking around for 40 years. <laughs> you know, just having no clue about this. And, mm -hmm. and I don't know. That's wow. No, I love it. I love it so much. And I think it's so important and so necessary to, you know, have those situations and those moments of realization and going through that. And, you know, this, this brings me to 
the, the question I always love to ask everybody, this is like my favorite question. And <laughs> the last question I always love to ask every single person, because everyone has such a different answer, but it's so beautiful what people say. So I would love to ask you, Bobby, what are you currently doing in this moment to master your mental? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That is such a good question. I'm a little nervous now. Um, <laughs> no, don't be, don't be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am like, I am just because I'm trained in it. I'm, I'm just constantly like when I start to feel low and sometimes we have to feel, you know, sometimes feeling low, that's why we've got those feelings, but I'm just, I really ask myself, okay, what am I telling? Like, what's my brain telling me? Right. And the other thing I do is I, like, I dance, like, I yes. dance like um, any song that inspires me, honestly, because energy is so contagious. That's an easy way to like, that's one way that I use to really like lift myself up. I do. I like, I listen to a song and I dance a little and I feel better. And I just remind myself of everything that I've been able to do in my life. And I realized that there's going to be dips. I think that's the one thing, the biggest thing I would say is that I've realized that there's going to be dips. It doesn't mean you can't move forward. Mm -hmm. That's how I manage it. Like I'll have <sighs> a day where things don't go right. And my, my old self would have been like, that's it. It's a sign. I'm never going to do it. You know, these extremes mm -hmm. and I'm trying to live more in the, in the softer lines, you know, that okay, this didn't go well, but what did I learn? Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the number one thing is I've just really changed how I view setbacks. Wow. That's amazing. And that, that is so powerful because like you said, your old self would have responded so differently and been that like, that's it. But the fact that you've done so much of this work and the work to help others as well, that you, that you're able to do this and say, okay, to realize these dips and these transitions and to continue to progress mm -hmm. and move forward instead of saying, okay, you know, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to like, that's it. Shut it down. Done. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want people yeah. judging, you know, I would have shut it down. Yeah. And wow. That's, that's a good one. I love that so much because, you know, we could all learn from that. You know, we could all learn from that of having these moments in our lives where we feel so stuck and so trapped, but then being able to pour into ourselves and give us our, our own selves, the support that we need from ourselves. So I love that. And I loved talking to you. You brought so many great tips to the table. I have my notepad right here, awesome. took some notes. I'm going to share this with everybody. You guys, Bobby is amazing. I'm so happy you got, you gave me the time today to come out here on master your mental and share this with me, share a little bit about your story, your journey, and you know, the transition from, you know, being stuck in these ruts in these moments, mm -hmm. and then coming out of that place and the steps that we can take to empower ourselves and uplift ourselves and really do the work to come out of those places. So, you know what, like, just thank you so much for coming out and getting into this conversation with me really mm -hmm. loved it. And it was awesome. <laughs> I love what you're doing too. Thank you so, so much for having me. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Can't wait to release this one. And you guys, whether you are listening during the daytime or during the nighttime, I want to say goodbye to you guys. And on that note, I'm going to end it and say bye to Bobby as well. So bye, Bobby. Thanks for coming on. Bye. 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 Thanks again. Bye, everybody.
All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.